Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Everyone is Warlocks <clears throat> Conflux. I'm Jack, your game master and storyteller for this Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign here on Final Show Films. We're so happy you're back with us, and let's talk about all the people we have playing our characters here today. Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Koroshana. Koroshana is a Kalashtar and a warlock because we're all warlocks. Are we? Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Mesia, uh, a healer, Loxodon, and another warlock, because we're all warlocks. Oh, that's so. John. Hmm? I am John. I'm playing Heaton, a uh, tiefling noble, and also a warlock, because we're all warlocks. Are we really? Mara. <laughs> People better keep this going. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Aurelia Clementine Everance, archaeologist and warlock, because we're warlocks. Glad to hear it. Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Cole, the Wild Hunt Shifter Warlock, because, yeah, I'm a warlock, too. Good to know. And Nikki. Uh, hi, I'm Nikki. I'll be playing Diamond Guitar, the uh, Archfey, um, let me check my notes here, um, Warlock. Awesome. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Wilton Saltspray, who is a dwarf, and uh, I'm playing a pirate. Fuck! <laughs> Damn it, William! Why can, you not, why can we not have good things? <laughs> I mean, if you I know that the rule of comedy is that the last person to go has to break the chain. Yeah, because yes. if I had been the no. last person to go, I would have broken it too. <laughs> the rule of comedy is there are no fucking rules. Anyway. <laughs> But our last moments in Conflux were spent in the lower levels of a cryptward mausoleum, where a small chamber forms the final resting place of Irnashana the Elder, a reputed oracle from the District of Dancer's Court. With Diamond having caught up to the rest of her compact earlier, the warlocks push deeper into the crypts of the Hopsbrook Memorial Gardens, confronting the risen dead and collecting their skulls for bounty hunting purposes. 
Now, confronted with the partially pillaged vault of Korishana and Virshana's distant ancestor, our eyes are once again drawn back to the Hawkshead Compact as Korishana regards a broken reliquary, a mysterious inscription, and a headless skeleton with a ring on its finger. So, Korishana, as you look at this grave, this sarcophagus with the lid now propped up against the wall, the mysterious writing inscribed on the interior of the lid. Yes. And the skeletal remains of what you and your distant sibling uh, are all but certain is Irnashana's corpse that ends roughly at the top vertebrae. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm just reading through the inscription again, which I definitely should have done before we started. Um, Where is her head? That is an excellent question. Virshana starts to glance around the small room, looking at the bas-relief sculpture into the stonework of the wall, bends over to peer down the sort of small tunnel that's leading deeper into the darkness, Uh, definitely a result of either a structural collapse or a very, very ramshackle slapdash sort of tunneling effort. Are you dead yet? No. I shout from up because you couldn't all fit in the room and no, I didn't want to be there alive. when they opened things. Did you find anything? I said from also up there because there's not enough on the side. Please hold. Hold what? I just let that question go. So it would appear that the stakes of of our enemy are much are, are more significant than just the um, elimination of us. I look over at at at, at Vera. I and for the for the first time, he seems a little kind of set back on his heels a little bit, having finally gotten to what he had initially been searching for, and now trying to figure out what happens next. I suppose that is not unexpected no not not entirely but still somewhat disconcerting yes i think it would be likely to the detriment of everybody involved if if they got out at least that's how I'm reading this. Well, what I know of demons, they 
rove where they will at their own impetus unless they are dominated by another stronger member of their mm-hmm. misbegotten race. Very fairly rarely would they ever show up here because, well, once here, it's very difficult to get out. Hmm. From what little I've been able to put together. Hmm. Can I... Yeah, is there some, I don't know, history or arcana or anything? Because I know I've done a fair amount of research into uh, best way to put it, my rival. Mm-hmm. There's some history or arcana role I could make in regard to this. How, anything, any pieces that I might be able to fill in here? Um, yeah, go ahead and give me either history or arcana, honestly. I am equally, I am equally uh, okay at both. So, okay. 11. This, the last half of the inscription reads to you like a, like a process. Mm-hmm. You're picking up three aspects right to either a summoning or something of that sort almost yeah sort of prophetic right and virshana talking about how it's difficult to get out yeah loosing a yeah entirely overpowered demon into a, va- a, a a large metropolitan area would potentially be something on the level of a natural disaster but at the same time if he's stuck here he can't really go anywhere else <coughs> so I mean, double-edged sword-ish, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I will take the time and, 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 and write that down. Okay. What's everybody else doing while that's going on? I am standing at the top of the stairs, apparently near, <clears throat> near Aurelia and whoever else is still up there, producing no. flame in my hand and making it dance with control flames. Okay. I know Who else went down into the chamber? Simon did. Okay. And Major did, I think, as well? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Are you guys doing anything? Uh, just making sure that no skeletons are coming to life or anything. Okay. Major? No. Okay. Um, go ahead, Diamond, and just give me a perception check then. Okay. Twelve. On a twelve? As you're looking around, just trying to make sure that everything stays intact, you do notice some weird stuff about the hole in the wall. There's a little, there's a good bit of debris around it, kind of scattered into the room. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Major, you smell something. Something kind of acrid and sharp, something chemical-esque. It's just the faintest odor. It's almost entirely dissipated. You both can see, you know, the, the cloth of gold shroud uh, laying around the, the skeletal remains. The glass casing that's on the shelf above the sarcophagus has a has a jeweled golden top on it. And that that little glass pane door is broken off and the, the pane shattered. Major, you can also see a couple clawed footprints, very small, leading through some of the debris down into the darkness beyond. Would either the smell or the footprints be something I recognize? Uh, You can make a nature check. If you're trying to ID the, the the smell, that would just be straight intelligence. So you can sort of loop those both in together on the same roll. Great. Um, <clears throat> with nature, but I am proficient in nature, so I don't mm-hmm. need to roll separately for the straight intelligence thing. Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, separately for that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm really good at actually making rolls that matter. Yep, you're you're having you can't really identify either of them. Okay. Somebody else might be able to, but you're not sure. You did spot them though. Well, if if it doesn't seem like the Shanas are telepathically like having a conversation, Major will indicate to the footprints. Wonder what that might mean. Anybody else who wants to look at what Mage is pointing at, you guys can make nature checks as well. Yep. Diamond, you're not sure. Nope. That's um, Jinx is down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've been watching through Jinx's eyes, then yeah. 11. Yeah, somebody beat a 10. Good job. Uh, yeah, those are kobold footprints. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense, but I would know what those look like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you just hear Jinx. Uh, Jinx just looks at Major and goes, "Those, those are kobold footprints." <laughs> kobold. Does that match the smell, Jack, or no? Um, with the mention of kobolds, go ahead and make a history check. Five. Nope. Anybody else want to jump in on that? Mm-hmm. Dean. 21. I don't know if I can hear any of this. I'm, I'm like slowly edging away from Heaton and his... <laughs> I was up there like making my flames change colors constantly. I am just going to put like a... I'm going to try and turn them... <laughs> one of them green, like a section of it, because we're experimenting up here with presentation well, as I edge away and try and... I, what's going on? I'm using control so, flame to do that. Korashana, mm-hmm. you have heard stories of Winifred Scalebelly. Okay. She was a kobold, trapsmith, saboteur, and left a legacy amongst her kinfolk probably a good 
200 years ago, which for kobolds is like 12 generations. Right. And began the first organized crime syndicate amongst the kobold population of Conflux. They're very good at destroying things, and they know more about the shallow tunnels and the undergress close to regions close to the surface than probably anybody else. Their small size, of course, helps in this because they can go in smaller tunnels than most other creatures can. And so they are deeply involved in smuggling arson and sabotage creating a criminal network that spans more or less the entire city known as the Scalebelly Syndicate. Major mentioning a chemical smell makes you think something <laughs> explosive. Yeah, they probably basically found this place, blew a hole in it, took something valuable, and left. Yep. Great. Awesome. Um... What's awesome? No, that was me. That, that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing was actually said. All right, cool. Awesome doesn't sound like a word Koroshana would use. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think awesome is a word Koroshana knows. Um, hmm. Well, it appears that the, that the, uh, the scale bellies have perhaps taken something of value from here. But I think what? Get it? I think we should find out. I think we should all due respect to to uh to to our ancestor sibling. Um reach it. Take what take what remains here of value, since clearly there is a point of interest here. There is there is apparently people just stealing things from it. Um, so they would probably be safer not here, and then go find these kobolds. See what they took. Very well. Pursue. And then I realize I'm speaking telepathically and I restate it for everybody else. Virshana follows your lead very well. Pursuing them, yes. Determining what... Sorry, did you mention the scale bellies? Yes. I might have someone who might know a thing or two about them, all things considered. <laughs> Expectant look. One of my contacts specializes in information regarding the undergrass, things going in and coming out. Uh, he's... The elf is one of my... Um, favored contacts for smuggling jobs and underground transitions, things that need to disappear for a bit. He might be able to tell me a few things about the scale bellies in exchange for some coin or some favors. What kind of favors? The not legal kind. That's really not specific. <laughs> it, it will, it will, I'm not going to be able to be more specific than that. He's a broker of information and 
of tasks. He could give me anything from an assassination to a smuggling job. Uh, Major will quietly whisper to Wotan, I suspect Heaton is asking if his profession comes into play. Oh, I mean, honestly, that's useful in any kind of job that you would need someone illegal for. A face and a uh, distraction are always are always welcome. No, no, dear. <laughs> no, I'm quite, I'm quite serious. Literally, a prostitute is useful on literally any criminal activity. I'm asking if you want me to sleep with your contact, Wotan. No, that's fine. <laughs> 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 I would have painted a broader picture if I had realized that was necessary. You've got, you've, you've got to enter my wavelength before you can steer me off of it. That so we have like to challenge. Wait, wait, is, that, is, is that a euphemism for something? I'm not. Yes, it is. No matter what. No, it's a nautical says. pun. <laughs> I'm not good with those either. So we have to go find some kobolds? Is that what I heard? We have to go find a kobold criminal organization. All right. Can I see what's down there? I want to, like, slowly I, I, get I edging my way. There, so I'm shouting this up. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. I so really, uh, you finally go push. down there. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. Have fun. Give me a history and a religion check because Ooh. you're an archaeologist this is your yes. bag yes and now that you're actually Ar looking around you might be able to pull some some ideas here nope seven okay. seven and seven God, nice. that's terrible the only two things that you can pull yep even with sevens um there's an inscription on what seems to be the interior of a sarcophagus, which means probably late or last words of significance by the inhabitant of said sarcophagus. Mm -hmm. Also, that thing on the shelf is a phylatory. Ooh. So there was some sort of relic in there that has obviously been taken and removed. Mm -hmm. How big is it? It's about... Probably about a foot square cube, okay. I would say I should say. What we're what we were looking for here, it was was it the sword? Yeah, the death kiss blade. No, no, we were we were No, those you just got off of one of the Oh that's right. Yep, yep, that's we were we were thinking else. yeah, we were thinking that maybe uh maybe oh, a mask. one of the relics, possibly the, the sepulchral uh, the visage sepulchral uh would be that behind would all the undead things. Yeah, I'd say a foot cube uh, box. Give me probably. an investigation check then. Aurelia, if that's yeah. what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 20. So you go look in the phylatory, and there's a piece of kind of older decayed velvet there with a couple of indentations from whatever was sitting on there. Mm -hmm. Nah, that ain't a mask. That's, that's where her skull was. <laughs> ah. And that, yeah, this, and yep, there's no skull in the coffin, and that, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Somebody took her head. Bone. Someone stole her skull. Yes. That's odd. Why was her skull put in a case and not in the coffin? That's a very good question. Is there something? Yeah. Does when I look at the the vertebrae, 
Um, does it look like it was removed forcefully or like, because you can't just let a skeleton skeletonize and then remove the skull and put it somewhere else. Does it look like it was cut off? Make a medicine check. Okay. Yeah, you can. What use the skull might be? uh, You can make a medicine as well, there, uh, Major. For a natural one. (laughs) 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 Um, Major, you know that sometimes the skull is treated differently during the embalming process, usually for ceremonial purposes. But other than that. Aurelia, you're just kind of looking around. There's a, there's a, this place would, like, you could do some research down. Somebody could write a paper. Somebody could write yes. a grad paper oh, on this. Definitely. You should tell your friends, you should, because some of them are probably like, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's graduate programs and, and projects and this, you know, I mean. Oh, yeah. Really so well I'm going to plus there's plus there's the human interest angle of the grave robbing so you know that's kind of you know could could yep. get a little punch I in there. I know mm. that you said that that uh, I know that you said that your ancestor was unlikely to be religious per se but might there be any spiritual significance to the head, perhaps? I begin furiously sketching a map of the entire place, because this is fascinating. Uh, and it I might, uh, every archaeologist, which is, it was clearly a ritual purpose, because that's what you do when you don't know what a thing is. <laughs> Archaeology jokes. Carry they on. were brothers! Koroshana. <laughs> it may... I mean, I would think that we are a very, there could be conceivably some ritual purpose. I, it depends a lot on um, uh, it, it depends a lot on on, on uh, uh, talents and that sort of thing. But any 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 learned uh, career path type things aside, we are a psychically gifted people. So just very inherently, the the skull has certain connotations, and there might be something in relation to. Are you mapping this? Yes. <laughs> Why? So that we can. Know what it looks like when it co- when we come back out. See, that's why you make maps, and so I can let some of my friends. And then, absolutely not. What first time they've ever been like angry? Why not? So many reasons. But the short of it is. This is, aside the obvious, this is somebody who has a, I don't like the idea of many people just scouring through somebody close. Um, Which is why we have a bag of skulls, yes. Yes, I'm taking that stuff with, but also 
Um, there is, and 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 I point to the 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 inscription. Oh, yeah. I'm. I can I read that? That's not a language I can read. That's not a language you can. That's right. Yeah. The short of it is. What does that say? Forgive me. The short of it is that there is, as I have have sort of explained, an entity, a a demon who 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 wishes our 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 line dead. Uh, You've mentioned uh, this enemy a couple of times now. Do you think they might have been the one who hired the kobolds to retrieve the skull? I mean, they're a great, they are a greater demonic entity. I don't know if they hire people, but they may have servants. I mean, they may have servants who have, yes. That's what to say. They also, they also have warlocks and things like that. So I feel Um, like servants aren't too far out of the question. It's definitely possible, but the inscription provides potentially a way to release said person upon this city and the less people who have access to that the better wait what (laughs) can you explain that further i think that was i think that was pretty cut and dry it was very clear there are instructions on how to release a greater demon of ice into the city and i don't want this to be spread among academics who like to inherently share knowledge and then it gets to the wrong people yeah no that was pretty clear even from up here (laughs) that seemed pretty cut and dry actually yeah aurelia do we have your your commitment not to share this information as it is personal to one of the members of our group. Yes. Insight check, because last time this did not listen to <laughs> Insight me. check with advantage, because I have advantage on insight check. All right, make your insight checks. Oh, uh, And Aurelia, either... <laughs> Either persuasion or deception, whichever one you're you're actually doing here. I'm very proud of you, Jeremy. Ten. She is lying through her fucking teeth. She it's, is. It's it's more like yeah. She wants to share some of it, like not the whole thing, but this is fascinating, and and just. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a little too glib and a little too quick. Yep. Casting hold person. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I return! The first time of the, of the new campaign. Make your wisdom save there. It can, ha- it can only happen so many times this time, though, because limited spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, I'm sorry. Second- <laughs> nope. So you're held. I proceed to take the map from you, from your frozen, paralyzed body. Damn it. Damn, give it to it. Crumple it up, put it in my backpack pocket, whatever. A single tear. <laughs> Could somebody help me remove Aurelia from, from, from yeah. here? I've got an amount of strength. I can give a hand. Thank you. As that happens, the two of you, well, and really, you can make your second save now. All right. As patiently and calmly as possible, explain that if 20. we are a team, 
working together, respecting other people's boundaries is important and, you know, stuff like that. Like, full grandma lecture. Right? <laughs> to the petrified person. <laughs> And, I saved. Yeah. Right. Now, Aurelia, as you as you are bodily removed from yeah. the the chamber, your 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 ability to maneuver your body parts re- returns. Uh, uh, you are being held by two of your compact members as Grandma Elephant gives you a lecture on proper group uh, and, interaction and, and ethics. If I can do so without it being loud enough for Woden to hear, because I know that I don't know who this has or hasn't been shared with. Um, I will say, just as we have respected your relationship with your sister and your boundary is in expectations around that, I hope that you will respect Ectcora's family and their expectations and boundaries to that effect. Hmm. I go down the stairs. Fine. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, Jack, yeah. uh, the feat that I took for level four pertains a certain amount of knowledge. I'm assuming I don't actually have that knowledge just yet because we I had no time between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I figured. Uh, I will not share this with anyone, Cora. I promise it on my gun as I put it back in the ether. Another insight check, by the way, on the Sure, sure. Deception or persuasion, Aurelia. All right. 15. Nice, Cora. Coming through in the clutch. (laughs) Also, I want to point out that was a nat 20. And a nat 1. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Duality. Thank you. Because even when he's good, Jeremy is still Jeremy. Yes. (laughs) I've... I've slipped down into the into the lower chamber and I'm looking around for myself now and also holding up a holding up a a a bout of currently purple flame in case anybody has something they want to burn while I'm looking around. <laughs> so we should probably establish like how how stealthy I can do things um cuz I want to cast detect thoughts on Cora as we descend the interpersonal make a slight, make a slight of hand check. All right. Uh, Jinx will turn to Cora and be like, "Cause they're looking. Want me to go down the tunnel now?" But sleight of hand. Yeah, no, I can't roll for shit today. I was gonna oh, say, is is anybody's per- passive perception lower than six? <laughs> With how I've been rolling, you'd feel like it, but no. Okay. Uh, yeah, Harry from the last campaign, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> So I try and cast something. All right. So you, I mean, you, I you cast it. You're just, oh, you, okay. so you don't. Mm, I mean, no, I do not. You can still cast it. It's just people will see you. I will not. So you start to make the gestures and then just nope. let it drop. It's that thing where you go magic hands, magic. Oh no, I'm just doing a dance. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no. Who are you, Aang? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I can re- Okay. Um so I, I just wanted to look around and see what all was down here because I hadn't okay. I'm the only one I hadn't down here yet. Um yep. Was there did someone mention a ring previously? Was that there was a ring somewhere? 
Yep, uh, ring on the skeleton's well, hand. That said, we were pulling stuff from. Okay, you're pulling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, at this point, Virshana pretty much had started on that whole sort of thing. The broken filatory is set down because the jeweled top on that is at least worth something. Um, there's the cloth of gold shroud, which is slightly decayed, but could probably still make some level of, of value to it on resale. Um, and he's sitting there holding the ring and just kind of looking at it. Does it look, does it look remarkably well kept for having been in a crypt for however long? I mean, it's still sturdy and shiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some dirt on it, but he's sort of just rubbing that off with a thumb. Uh, if anyone, and just saying it to to the Shanas, because I know Korshana already knows, but Virai not. If there's anything you want me to look at to see if it's magical or not, I can do that. Let's <laughs> say looking over his shoulder at the ring. <laughs> Virshana just in Korra's, Korra's mind. This seems to be the only thing of personal significance to Damn. her. Um, your friend investigate yes absolutely or do you simply want it no we should find out what it find out if if there is something to it we should definitely find that out um i mean if you're willing if if you're willing to let go i was honestly going to say you're the elder you have more right to it but if you're willing to if you're willing to let it go i will happily take it in this case sibling i am waiving my right to heirloom in lieu of right of decision but let your friend take a look first and Vershana, just without having said anything, drops the ring into your palm, Heaton. I sit down cross-legged on the floor and cast Identify for ten minutes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this is the second signet. While wearing this ring, you are immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you are lying, know your alignment, or know your creature type. Creatures can telepathically communicate with you only if you allow it. You can use an action to cause the ring to become invisible until you use another action to make it visible, or until you remove the ring, or if you die. If you die while wearing the ring, your soul enters it unless it already houses a soul. You can remain in the ring or let your soul depart to resume its cycle. Does it seem like as long as soul in this? <laughs> as long as your soul is in the ring, you can telepathically communicate with any creature wearing it. Aware can't prevent this telepathic communication. Identify cannot tell you whether or not there's something it, there's a soul in the ring. In addition, while attuned to the ring, you can expend the ring's single charge and take one minute to cast augury as the spell. Once this is cast, you cannot cast it again unless the ring regains a charge which the ring can attempt to do at dawn on any given day. Basically, if the ring doesn't contain a charge at dawn, you roll a d10. On a 10, the ring regains one charge. Boss. So I hold it up, and then I just toss it to Korshana. <laughs> okay. You're going to want to wear that. And then I pull out a piece of paper and begin writing down all the information I have about it and then handing it to Corbin. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. I'm not saying any of that out loud. No problem. Fair. So after a couple minutes, you also get a note with all of that detail on it. Okay. 
And I'm putting the ring in your journal, Jerry. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I just hold up a thumbs up towards Korshana without saying anything. I I, I, I look over at Korshana. I am following Aren't the kobolds. There? Yes, no, that is, that is definitely... You and your friends will pursue the information that the pirates spoke of. Should I find anything... Or should I need help? I will contact you. Um, Vershana. None. They're just staring yeah, back and forth, yeah, of course. No, again. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Hayden. Vershana. Um, do you know if your ancestor wore a mask? I have heard nothing to indicate thus. Because right. if it was buried with them, then maybe it would be on their skull still, and that might have been why they took it. If there is one, we will determine it. Oh. <laughs> In the meantime, I will not be able to carry these with me where I am going. And he hands you, Heaton, a burlap sack containing 26 skulls. We'll take. What he's <laughs> <laughs> add plus 26 to the skulls. <laughs> He hands the maul, the two-handed maul, to Torvald with a quiet nod. And Torvald, surprisingly, simply quietly returns the nod and takes the maul. <laughs> Vershana sheds most of his armor, packs it into a bag, hangs his great sword over one shoulder, looking like he's trying to lower his profile as much as possible. Sibling, where do you live currently? Ah, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> name of the, 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 the district, but yeah. The Hawkshead House and Nice Font. Yeah, yeah. Nice Font, that's it. That is where I will send any information should I find anything and need assistance as I pursue these thieves. And he starts crawling down the little hole. Okay. Hands and knees. It's the best he can do. A good elder. Right. <clears throat> um, Jack. Yeah. Uh, does it just relying on my on my knowledge of arcane things that I got from school, however good that is. Mm -hmm. um, does it seem likely that the disturbance of this tomb is related to the rising of the undead or ancillary to the rising of the undead? It's ancillary, probably. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this probably isn't necessarily the place that caused all the undead to start rising. If we want to keep looking for that, we could probably go back out and try to find the center of this hole. I mean, oh, how often does the undead rise here again? Apparently it's pretty periodical. It's a regular thing. Yeah. For how, and for how long has that been going on? Nobody yeah, seems... Yeah, history or a religion check, anybody who wants to... Sure. Yes. History. 17. 13. Eleven. That's a, that's a nice six for me. <laughs> Ten. That's closer to a good roll. 
turn off. Twenty-one. Hey! Anybody who got over a fifteen, uh, three of us. Undead rising in Cryptword is one of those things. It's kind of like having a drought during the summer. You know, some summers, most summers are probably fairly, fairly decent, but occasionally weird shit happens. Not necessarily as a result of any one particular individual or uh, incident. Just it's one of those things that happens. I mean, when you have the when you have the one district devoted to graveyards, that's where the undead are going to be if they ever show up. Shit, shit happens, you know. Yeah, not the sort of thing that you can always chalk up to, you know. Oh, well, there's this artifact or something, something. Sometimes it's just they start walking around, man. Yes. I was if, trying to figure out if there was like. This started happening 400 years ago when this started happening. Nah, nah no, nothing that you're aware of as far as that sort of thing goes. It's just one of those things that occasionally starts. If there, if there is a source to this particular undead outbreak, which there may not even be, it likely would only stop the current rising of the dead. We would likely see another eventually. Uh, yeah, question. Yes. Uh, so we have gotten a lot of skulls, but I don't really know exactly how many. How many more skulls do we need to make rent? Oh, we've already got, got more it. than enough for that. We got oh. enough to make your minimum rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been well, keeping track of the skulls. <laughs> we currently have 77 skulls. Diamond, from where you're standing, you suddenly hear something. And Bubbles is there looking up at you. Hi, dude. What's up? Uh, what you, what you need? Do you need more leather? <laughs> hey, Korshana, can you read Bubbles' mind? I can attempt it. Um, worth mentioning, the ring is now invisible. Okay. Um, it'll t- it'll still take a little while for you to fully attune to it. But yeah, yeah, I can't do the augury thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will attempt to read the... <laughs> just, to, just detect thoughts. Just see if there's anything. Okay. So you cast detect thoughts on bubbles. There's a quiet or... period. Wait. Well, are, are you... Just using your innate telepathic communication, or are you actually casting? I'm sorry. No correction. I I had a momentary brain fart about no. my, about the mind link. Yeah, no, it's not detecting thought. I right. I will try to speak. Okay. What are you saying to bubbles? Um. Forgive me for intruding, but. Are you, uh, are you, do you understand me right now? Do you understand us? Hungry. They're hungry. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Uh, they do have thoughts. I mean, of course he does. 
They do. Uh, and do I see a troubling pattern on how frequently this creature is going to need to eat? Right? You can make a nature check. <laughs> can I do that too? 21, finally! Finally. Okay. You don't know if an acid-based oozling has like a metabolism per se so much as they kind of, you could probably just feed this thing and it would just keep eating. Mm -hmm. You don't think it's necessarily going to be a problem. It's not like a black hole where it just, it never runs out, but it probably has a level of, if it's, if it's hungry, you feed it. And it's probably not just going to keep mowing down as a reflex, but it will probably get hungry. Not and then you'll feed it. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not like a, a, a reverse why the sea is salt sort of fable thing starting up here. No. Well, then this is Diamond's responsibility because she wanted a pet. I do. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh is the uh, the leather from the uh, the skull thing we fought earlier? The armor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, still... there's you've still got some scraps of it, yeah. Yeah, no, just just I just <laughs> time and, like you know just hands it, puts it on the ground, it's like there you go. It's kind of like watching somebody eat jerky. Yeah. but all at once, yeah. like an entire bag in one mouthful. So my uh, uncle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just sort of scrapes all the scraps inside and then sort of starts wandering around while they slowly dissolve on the interior so I've got a bag of skulls yes let's go get paid shall we yeah well if that seems to be the end of our adventure down here then yes I suppose leaving to go get remuneration might be highly advisable <laughs> If there are any the gates. If there are any spare skulls. They're on. Let's go. No, no, no. Jack, if there are any spare skulls <laughs> that I see on the way, I am grabbing them and putting them in the bag. Yeah, no, you guys have pretty much cleared it out as it goes. Uh when we get back to the skeletons that we fought or whatever, and was just the one wearing studded leather armor? Just the one, yes. Damn it. If we pass by any others that were wearing studded leather, I'll take that. Yeah, nope. You guys have pretty. You guys have fairly well looted the entire. Uh, you know, entire I just, I just realized that your pet's going to be highly valuable. Please don't use whatever the bubbles is as a corpse disposal unit, Wotan. <laughs> if it needs to eat, is all I'm saying. I mean, it is. <laughs> it does seem to serve two purposes, not in that term, yet necessarily, but in terms of uh, our our garbage bill is going to go way down. Also, he's adorable, and wait, wait, we have a we pay people to take garbage away. Yes. You just I see this. Know, probably. You just see this look of confusion on Heden's face. Because whether or not that is a true thing, Heden has never done that. No. <laughs> no. Where do you think your used condoms go? What are condoms? I have so Goodbye, many. Goodbye, friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but retracing your steps, you guys 
there haven't been any respawns, as it were, uh, as you follow the path back out. Well, of course, we haven't rested at a Buddha statue yet. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and or campfire. After it's about an hour of Bloodborne. walking, you find yourselves back. So a lantern in the middle of nowhere. Guys, <laughs> the DM speak. <laughs> It's not our fault he's talking very quietly and easy to overcome. That's the the mic. It does yep. the reset. <clears throat> but you guys find yourselves back at the gate where the uh, guards are now standing at a table. And one of the individuals that you haven't spoken to because you guys only had come in previously. Well, you've uh, got a count there, have you? <laughs> 77 skulls. And then however many Torvald has. Torvald's been with you guys the entire time. Yeah, I, that was the... That's, that, oh, yeah. He's included in that. that yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's everyone's skulls is in, is in that pile. Oh, and three of these, I say, pointing at the halberds that Torvald's carrying. All right. We can add those to your tally then. Uh, but skulls, we'll take an inventory of, and arms and armor you can set over there for your separate way out. I can't wait for it since this is a great bureaucracy. You'll receive your payment by mail in six to eight weeks. <laughs> six to eight business weeks. Can they tell you uh, where to go for your voucher redemption? Uh, the tavern down the road with the gentleman running the casino correction, right? Yes. You'll be looking for Master Hendrik Burnaway. Uh, are we doing individuals or all the lump redemption? Lump some. We'll split it later. He kind of glances around, waiting for what he assumes will be the objections from other people, but if nobody raises any... Yep. Very well. Wotan's doing the accounting anyway, so. Yeah. He'll write down a script for you, stamp it with a seal, sand it off, let it dry, take that down to Master Burnaway, and well done. Glad to see everyone survived. Uh, we're, we're at least halfway decent at our jobs. Make sure that that thing gets to Wotan <laughs> so he yeah. can note it down in the book. Yeah, I pull out my journal and immediately start noting down the exact amount and the, the cause, and so I can do the math later. Okay. We did commit to split with... Uh, yeah. That's his name. Torvald, yeah. Torvald is, is in here on an equal share. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got a, a, a markdown right below it for the actual amount in taken after paying everyone else. Yeah. One seventh, one sixth, something like that. But however many of us there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah, eight. One eight. Yeah, there's there's eight of you guys, so it'll be it'll be an eight way split. Cool. Uh, does it happen to say how much that how much we're getting? Um, based on what it says, it looks like you guys are getting credit for seventy one skulls, which will be one hundred and forty two gold plus an extra thirty six gold for uh, equipment redemption that you recovered from 
But you we have dead. 77 skulls? They shorted us six skulls. Yeah. Did you say 77? Yeah, 77. Yeah. Oh, okay. 77. I wrote down the wrong number then. <laughs> Whatever 22 times 77 is, plus the 36 for the equipment. So, so two, two times 77? Yeah. Two gold, two gold per skull is what you guys were. So 154 plus how much for the halberds? 36. That's a nice 36. Exactly. 190 divided by 8 is going to be... 23 gold, 7 silver, 5 copper per person. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Are we uh, all splitting or are oh, we going to the place now? Or But I should, hang on, multiply that by 7. So that's 100. And, so the grand total for our house is 166 gold uh, and 2 silver, 5 copper. Yep. <laughs> And what's the what was uh it was uh we were we were giving we 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 owe a percentage right yeah what's the percentage also this is a great case for why the income based rent is actually a bad idea as oh yeah it seems like it would be more accessible <laughs> you are not wrong because the I mean, landlord gets the better end of the stick eventually we're gonna kill the landlord so <laughs> and get all this back so it's a temporary thing. <laughs> This is not Skyrim, where the merchants just somehow hang on to all the gold that you spent there. Well, no, but we are hardly the only people paying rent to the to the were rats. <laughs> no, probably not. All right, but you guys are headed down to the aforementioned tavern slash gambling den. Yep. Um, what's Bubbles doing? Is just following you. Mm-hmm. Is, mm. is this going to be really conspicuous? I'm concerned. We're already really conspicuous. I Did the guards have a reaction to Bubbles? The guards noticed and like a couple hands went to, but it seems to be just following you around. Dope, cool. And they're going. just, yeah, no, they don't seem to be like, I mean, Diamond. they're watching. Diamond, yeah. we're going to have to keep you and Bubbles outside the casino because we don't want to pay damages to the floor. That's fair. I also don't really kind of want to go in there. Sounds awful. Oh, casinos are great. great so I'll stand money. outside and make sure nothing, nobody that we don't like goes in there and tries to steal our money, I guess. I don't think we need to worry about that. Yeah. But I'll keep, an eye, keep an eye out just in case anything dangerous shows up. There's nothing more dangerous than me and Bubbles. Exactly. <laughs> just a dangerous little ray of sunshine. Let's go. I'm almost your height. <laughs> little little in the grand scheme of things, not little like comparatively. Right, let's go get paid, arms. shall we? <laughs> Alright. So you guys follow the directions from the guards down the, uh, the street and come up on the building that you had been told to, to look out for. There's a faint strain of delicate music that drifts from the door as you approach the establishment. The smell of sugar, citrus, spice, and alcohol within mixes into a subtle perfume of invitation. There's a deep wooden mahogany sign on the exterior that has an onyx-colored inlay displaying the name of the premises hung just over the doorway, which should be showing up in everybody's Roll20 now. Welcome to Icing Dicing. <laughs> with a subheading that it's a long way to the shop if you want to buy a roll 
I'm sorry, Aaron, but yes! <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Uh, we are never hostess. going anywhere again. <laughs> <laughs> I get to say where the businesses are and what they're called. Leave their house and especially never patronize a business. <laughs> but a hostess no, greets you as you no, enter, no. eyeing your mud-spattered garb before flashing a very friendly smile. I suppose you're here to speak to uh, Mr. Burnaway, then. Well, uh, that would be correct. Please make yourselves comfortable. Avail yourselves of the entertainment, or buy something from our bakery if you'd like, and he'll attend you shortly. How far is it to the shop? <laughs> it's literally right inside. Okay, so it's not actually a long way to the shop if you want to buy a roll, but you know. Well, but the roll that they're talking about is all of the gambling games that they're talking that are pretty much right in your face it's, uh, it's, as you come in. Yeah, it's a the number of well-appointed uh, people managing the various games that are happening, and it's fairly busy for a early afternoon Jack yes with my extensive experience being a noble child who spends money mm-hmm. uh, how easily could I take a casino using magic you don't really know how that's going to go, except for the fact that you might be able to incorporate some of your magic on being able to bluff if you're playing other players versus the house. I was saying presentation to change cards around. <laughs> eh. That doesn't necessarily last when up to inspection. And it that sort of thing tends to be fairly overt as well. I mean, you do recognize at least three of the games that are being played now, so you already know the rules and what you'd be up against. Um, there's So if you're interested in looking into the gambling, I can let you know what your options are there, anyone. I was just sort of like, like sort of leaning against a thing with a hand, with a, like a fingernail in my mouth, leaning over to Wotan. Hold me back, Wotan. <laughs> Don't get yourself killed. But I could make so much money. You could get yourself killed. But I could make so much money. You could get yourself killed, and I would not stop them. Aja <laughs> will lean in. <laughs> It would be so disappointing if our plans fell apart because you didn't have the self-control to find your satisfaction in the places you were were able to benefit from it. I have no idea what you just said. Ah, Stick to getting laid. (laughs) (laughs) That is essentially what she said, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's up with my microphone today. It no, has no, been- no, no, no. Oh, we heard you, but Heaton's like in a headspace right now. <laughs> <laughs> so is anybody looking for games or are you just waiting? I am waiting. Gora is definitely just waiting. I'll look for games. All right. Yeah. He, he, Heaton is Klaus Hargreaves right now. Of course you are. Fucking come on. (laughs) Okay, so uh, are you looking for dice or cards? Dice. 
Dice. Dice. All right. There's two currently running, Gons Grant and the Faces of Saianine. So uh, the simpler one is the first one, two gold buy-in. Uh, if you're looking for the cheaper one that seems to be slightly more complicated, that would be Faces of Saianine. I'll do the simpler one first. Oh, okay. Two gold minimum buy-in. I will spend two gold. Okay. Uh, You'll roll 2d6. If you get a 7 or a 12, you win. Ah, it's craps. Basically. Two twos. You can put in another two gold and run roll another d6 if you uh, want to. Best gambling. Which will <laughs> add to whatever your total is. Oh, which will add? Right. So, you, oh, so you it just can, has if, the total? So if you would get a three on it, you could still get a win okay. on, on, your, on your third die. Sure, why not? Cole's never gambled before. He doesn't know that this is how it works. All right. So eight. All right. So you are down four gold. <laughs> yep. Unlucky, but thank you. That's the that's the most money he's ever lost <laughs> in five minutes. So <laughs> five minutes, dude. Thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds. <laughs> well, within within five minutes of him walking in, being like, hey, watching for a little bit, and then be like, oh yeah, I'll try. What do you mean it's gone? <laughs> Basically, yeah, um, and that's why you don't get involved with gambling. No, now he's gonna go look at a card game. <laughs> I haven't been paid yet, Cole. So, for the card game, it's a five gold minimum initial buy in. You start with a d8. I cheat at this one. You try if you want. Um, but are you going for a, a table that's fairly full, or are you going for one where it seems to be fewer people playing? Fairly full. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are you just going for the minimum bid yeah, initially? Definitely. All right. So you sit down I'm at a table with three other people. Gems. I'm going to take one of the gems and just put that in as my. Oh, oh, big spender. Hey, big couple, uh, a couple lot. raised eyebrows, but okay. I don't have a lot of gold on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Terrible. Oh. So you put one of those gems in, which I Not think there. we had said were worth it. I have it written down 10 to 15 per gem. Yeah. All right. So you put in one of your... Damn. So you put in one of your gems. There's a little bit of a raised eyebrow, and the dealer picks it up, fixes an eyepiece, takes a look at it. I can offer you seven for this. Do I know? I I I was able to tell what it was before, wasn't it? Or... Yeah, you you had kind of a rough idea, um, <clears throat> but you also know that bringing in sort yeah. of outside, you kind of have to take what they offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, oh, okay. Very good. Oh, sweetheart, man is betting at a seven. 
everybody else <clears throat> kind of puts in basically chips, which are the equivalent of that. Roll me a D8. <clears throat> Seven. Seven. All right. Meanwhile, the others. Oh, look, it's Lux Run. Put in their seven. They take. Right? Now, at this point, you roll a D6. Four. All right, so your total is 11 right now. Raise, call, or fold. What is the point of this game? So basically, at the end, so there's going to be three periods of dice, and then which is basically you guys drawing cards and whoever has the highest total at the end for their full hand gets is considered the winner and they get 80 percent of whatever's in the pot okay i'll raise raise how much uh two gold okay Cole goes broke with what's left of his money i know all right so you're up to with a total of 11. Now they are going to draw their cards and we'll see how everybody responds. I mean, you started out with a pretty decent hand. So you raise one of them Actually, everybody else calls. Yeah. Start with with whatever it is that they have. Start with it is in hand, but we've been rolling like crap. <laughs> All the right. Next ones should be two ones. Now you roll a d4. Yeah, that's 13 on a d8, a d6, and a d4. Five plus three point five. Average of eight plus two point five. You're above average right now, so. Uh, raise, call, or fold. I'll raise one more gold. One more gold. One more. One more. All right. You're now eleven gold in. They actually will will meet will call you on this. Uh, give me actually uh, give me either a uh, deception or a performance check actually before they uh, before they make their final decisions. Uh, let's see. I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. Since go ahead, I have actor i'm trying to pretend that i know what i'm doing does that count okay. as me being another person <laughs> no not really damn it <laughs> okay otherwise that'd give me advantage all right so 15 okay yep so they'll just carry on and they'll call your bet mm-hmm 
Okay. All right. So what's your total? 13. 13. Okay. So at the end, dealer calls for cards faces up. And out of the 40 gold here that's on the table, you actually have the highest total. Holy shit. Yeah. And you win. Awesome. Yay! I was looking like Don't a good do it again. <laughs> I'm on a streak, guys. No, no. I know, I know, I know one win is not how a streak works. Quit, quit while you're ahead, Cole. There is no so such thing. So you are giving a one match win streak. Yeah. <laughs> Takes one to get addicted. I mean, kind of, yeah. So out of the never lost. out of the ten gold that you uh, put out, you get your ten back plus twenty two more. Hmm? Awesome. Plus my gem back. Yeah. So basically, your gem and your your money all comes back to you with an additional twenty two um, twenty two gold. Awesome. I will look. Are you guys? Is the is the Dude, talking to anybody yet? This group just sitting in the corner, just <laughs> watching and their hands in their pockets, like don't do anything. Which is when a suave half elf in a shimmering waistcoat and breeches strides up to you. Well, I do say, peers at you through a monocle. Uh, cool. Seems that the luck favors you. And another successful troop of cleaners. What? Master Hendrick Burnaway, and pleased to meet the lot of you. Oh, you're a ragtag-looking assorted bunch. No offense, man. <laughs> Tends to happen, you know. Most uh, citizens of a traditional lifestyle prefer a much safer means of employment when they can get it. Well, we're, we come from all sorts. And what should I call you, sir? Uh, you can call me Wotan. Wotan, tis a pleasure. Ah, would you guys like to uh, step off to the side here while I pay out <laughs> what uh, other income you have coming to years then? Yes, let's have a side conversation, shall we? Excellent, excellent. Mm. Oh, well, this was seems... fun, guys. All right. All right. You can buy so many scones with that money. <laughs> As we move off to the side, I will go ahead and offer him the voucher. Ah, splendid. Well, look at this then. Right. I'll pay out your weanings then. Right then. So, uh, any uh, questions, any concerns, any uh, report? You, you're free to make that while we're counting this out. Uh, actually, there's a bit of a question. Some information might be worth one uh, gathering while we're here. Uh, have you seen any signs of um, kobolds? Filtering or filter, uh, um, filtering around some of the graves, trying to do some robbing. I in ju just to remind, uh, um, in your head, I just scale things. Yes, I yeah. The uh, this I seen some signs of the scale belly uh, group moving around in the graveyards, and wondering if you might have seen any of that activity. 
don't think I, I don't think I have, but uh, appreciate you uh, giving us a bit of information on that. Uh, cobalt tracks and some blasted holes and some tombs kind of gives it away. So, oh <laughs> well, if that's been uh, been reported well, oh, I think I can uh, throw that to the waters and we might be able to get some more <laughs> official backing to get this whole rather unpleasant situation handled as it were yeah i think some of the families living here might uh, be upset to learn their graves are being <clears throat> desecrated oh and they, they those types tend to uh, not pay terribly well if you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes but uh with that being, uh, whereabouts did you find this uh, evidence? Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, do I know the general vicinity of the of that grave? I'm not trying to give the location of the particular tomb, but so you're 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 not going to give him the exact. Yeah, I'm not going to give him the exact tomb. I'm just saying that the activity was in this vicinity. Just roll me a just straight intelligence check then because i know that i'm trying not to give that particular tomb away for cora's sake <laughs> okay natural 20 natural 20 all right so you know that the particular mausoleum you guys were in was number 4621 um so, so in, you, in in the 400 blocks right 4000 for the four, for the 4000 blocks yeah, yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. so if you just give him the the 4000s is that what you're going to do yeah, it's given. It's, I've spotted a little bit of activity around the four thousand blocks. Was it then? Well, we'll definitely uh, have some people take a look. We'll uh, send some folks out in force, and I can uh, tell the warders what we've been uh, looking at. But appreciate the uh, extra information. Of course, of course. Well, they, but they, they've been a bit of a thorn in my side, so we were going to end up having to take a look ourselves in their activities elsewhere. So. Oh, what, what what sort of business do you run then that you've been running up against kobold smugglers? And I do a bit of trade up and down the rivers. Oh, all right. Well, good to know, uh, Mr. Wilton. Mm, but, uh, well, I appreciate you uh, providing us with these uh, bit of intelligence then, as it were, I suppose, you might say. Uh, but uh, ah, here we are. Yes, thank you, miss. And uh, he hands you a... Uh, Small coffer with 190 gold in. All right. Yes, and I sort of... We're going to need... If we can split one of these gold into into some... I need at least seven silver and five copper to pay out our friend here. Well, we could get you some smaller uh, denominations then, yes. And uh, definitely, uh, as I'm sure man of your intelligence is keenly aware, keep an eye to your backs as you're uh, carrying <laughs> this tidy little sum wherever it is you're headed next. Yes, I think uh, we'll be uh, keeping to the river, as it were. Good enough, then. Well, pleased that you were able to... Uh, come in and give us an hand and help uh, keep things to a lower key now that uh, you've made your mark on Appsbrook. So, uh, my uh, recommendation, of course, is proprietor would be to take your time, avail yourself of anything else you need in our establishment, but uh, uh, hopefully we will be taking that shingle down a bit sooner now that you've done your bit to take care a big chunk out of our undead problem. <laughs> Always glad to do some work. 
and he'll give you a smile and allow you guys to go your way. Uh, Moto's going to start heading out if people are going to follow him. Leave okay. Him. Anybody else hanging out to possibly win and or lose more money? Okay. I've made my mark. Okay. <laughs> You're the guy that showed up, won a hand, and decided, good, bye. Heaton, All right, so IRL. Heaton, yeah. is, Heaton is practicing hitherto unknown levels of self-control. Okay. <laughs> so I will I will pay um, Torvald out his 23 gold, 7 silver, 5 copper. Excellent. Well, yeah. Shall I uh, follow you the rest of the way, or are we? Uh, hmm? Twenty-three. Hang on, I need to do quick math. One ninety okay. minus twenty-three point seven five. Once this is one sixty-six point two five. I mean, I just did that math. I don't think we need an escort per se, but if Aurelia would like to keep you company, I say looking at Aurelia with the with oh, the I'm most outside. suggestive <laughs> look. I think we're already outside. Uh, okay. Do I do I know how much needs to come out of this to pay rent right now? Um, from what you had in terms of what you were told originally. Yeah. Um, when you had spoken to Mencken initially, uh, you guys had established a twenty uh, percent with a minimum of sixty. So 166.25 divided by 100 times, well, not times, 166.25 divided by 100 times 20. Uh, so that's still under 60, so minus right. 60. So yeah, you guys are still uh, needing to, yeah, you, you haven't made it to the point where the the minimum is going to be less than the percentage you would otherwise have to take. So you're still sitting at a flat, uh, pretty much at a flat 60, unless you're counting in any of the other income that you guys have all individually had. See, I don't live there. You don't live there. Mage doesn't live there and no one else has reported any income to me and so it hasn't gone in the ledger. Okay. All right. Because we're all really good at being honest. Oh, that's right. Because you guys are basically keep pretending that this is the only income you've had. <laughs> well, no, uh, Diamond definitely had money from the... Because uh, uh, most of you have had... Yeah, right. Most of you have made money in smaller denominations elsewhere. Yeah. It is, it, Diamond kind of started out, and then I was gone during mm -hmm. the one session that yeah. this was kind of getting added up. So if right. Wotan wants the, uh, uh, we can we can wreck on that where Diamond's just like, oh yeah, no, I'm, yeah, you can have the rest that I don't give Aurelia for her gun and stuff, and we'll just hand him. Yeah. And he's, he's essentially just going to take 60 out of this stack and put it in its own sack and then divvy out the rest, which is 15 gold, a silver and seven copper to everyone. Yes. Um, and then just, we have this 60 here. If we break over it and need more, uh, it'd be 15 gold, uh, 15 gold, one silver and seven copper. Ah, sorry, not, not 17, 15 G one S seven C. There you go. All right. So where is everybody headed now? 
that Torvald is sort of just kind of looking at you, Aurelia. Yes. Um, uh, no, no, let's, I'd, I'd like to keep talking to you about how this went and if you want to keep doing this. Well, you'd mentioned that there might be some other potential endeavors you had in mind, so I thought I'd make myself available as it were. Yes, no, that that would be great. You and uh, Chizik. Who is, who is just kind of still, yes. standing to the side. Yep, I'm just quietly. fascinated. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm real curious actually about this dude. I'm going to spell this spell on this. Sure, why not? Uh, detect thoughts on Chizik. He's there. I'm yeah. curious. He's been following us around for a while. Does I'm not so, I'm not uh, lingering yet. I'm just seeing what's okay, just sounds like going this. for whatever seems to be on the surface for Chizik. Yes, now. I'm just very curious. Yes, and I do hope these people don't uh, put him through any unpleasant circumstances. Oh, he's adorable. Okay, there both I had to report another death back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jack. Yes. Can we see Chizik? Yeah, he's standing there. Okay. Just out of curiosity, because I haven't made this check, do I recognize him or or like anything about him? From your standpoint, he is a valet of valets. I mean, he's he's almost a walking perfect stereotype, cleanly dressed, subtle. Everything is brushed clean, tidy. The hair is combed, possibly with a ruler. Ideal valet. He is a manservant of manservants. Like, as you're looking at him, he's almost, he's so good as to be exactly what you would expect, but nothing is out of place, and he is not putting himself forward. He, yes. wherever they found this guy, he manages to avoid. Exactly professional. He manages to avoid eye contact yeah. no matter how I move. <laughs> he never looks you directly in the eye, oh, but is always but seems to be watching everything somehow without looking like he's watching anything. And not in a weird way, just enough to show that he's available for whatever is <laughs> needed. Ooh, there are so many black butler jokes I that know. I, I mean, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. If only I had had a manservant as manservantly as that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You would have turned out no different. Who has cracked the cover of a PG Wodehouse story at any point in their history? This is who you're. You know, you're looking. I would have at, turned yeah. out. This I man, would have turned out no different, but I would have had right, more yeah. fun. This man. This man is so is so butler like. I'm surprised his name isn't Jeeves. <laughs> Jeeves was not um, a butler. He was a valet. <laughs> you literally yeah. described this man as a valet. 
<laughs> right, yeah, no. And that's who this is. It's basically Conflux Jeeves. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if 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 Bertie Wooster had had been the sort to run out and murder things <laughs> on a proper fashion. No, my 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 man's servant was much more um was much more I'm the butler, sir. A butler. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much more Tim Curry than see, yeah. see you say you say murder things on a proper level and now I've got an image of this character of, of Chiswick as Walter C. Dornays. Again, <laughs> the butler from Artemis Fowl. Butler. His name is Butler. His name is Butler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I okay. Butler oh, Butler's shit. built like a meat locker though. <laughs> anyway. I shift uh, the the detect thoughts to our good friend Torvald. Oh no, Fury <laughs> and Whirlwind Inferno. <laughs> I'm waiting for really just to collapse. Actually, we don't know. <laughs> you would just be fooling us. Thinking voice yeah. is super quiet. <laughs> I know. I'm very curious. Yeah. No, his 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 internal monologue mm-hmm. is basically something along the lines of. Well, whatever seems to be going on, I hope it's going to be a lot of fun. And if it's not a lot of fun, well, I hope it tastes good. <laughs> with, with fucking like oh, air horns in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Vuvuzelas, whatever those fucking Vuvuzelas. Vuvuzelas. Yeah. There we go. That's no, abs- I would absolutely like to to um, talk with you a little bit more about that. Um, I had actually a, a thought of some information gathering you could do that would be very helpful for us. Shall we have this conversation on the boat ride back? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Very good. Oh, we will accompany you. Chiswick, yes, we're going this way. There's going to be a boat. <laughs> uh, Roten, do you have, per se, something on your boat that will keep Bubbles from eating the wood of your boat? Uh, well, from what I've seen, Bubbles has a very good uh, ability to not dig a furrow in the ground, so I'm suspecting that as long as it doesn't want to drown in the river, it should be fine. But Diamond turns to Bubbles and is like, just make sure you don't eat the boat, and uh, we'll, I'll get you some stuff when we get home, okay? If you're concerned, you could also carry him. I tried. I have tried. It does not work. <laughs> Bubbles seems to be cooperating, and he's definitely still following you guys all around and isn't causing any overt problems. As I'm looking, he's not digging a furrow in the road, is he? No, he, he seems to be able to travel across whatever surface he's attached to without, yeah. He just sort of Burbles and follows to the boat. I'm gonna go somewhere else real quick. You go somewhere <laughs> else to the boat. Where are you going? Wait, <laughs> where are you going? Are you going on an adventure? No, uh, the Raven Queen's temple is over here, and ah, uh, uh, that's way, way more. Do you want us to wait on you? Or are you going to going to get your own way back? Um, I mean, you guys can come if you want. I'd rather not. The question was whether you want us to wait for you at the boat or whether you want to get a carriage back. Uh, I'll probably do neither, but yeah, I'll, I'll mean Bad enough. We'll, we'll, we'll let you find your own way back is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So while the rest of you are headed back 
to the Hawkshead house, I assume? <clears throat> yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, we will follow Cole to the Temple of the Raven Queen, which you find without any trouble, having been there now a couple times. Uh, but you once again step up to the broad raven engraved doors. Uh, Are you doing any preparations before you arrive? Yeah, before I like get near uh, within like 100 feet or whatever, uh, I'll use Mask of Many Faces and do my best to look like the dude that I saw in my dream. Who looked like him specifically? Yes. Okay. I didn't hear him talk long enough. <clears throat> So I won't be able to impersonate him, but. <laughs> but you're going to try and at least look like yeah. him. Okay. All right. So you wearing a false face and trailing. Raven is awesome. Or no, okay. uh, the Raven is off, and uh, I'll leave Jinx. Actually, we'll follow them on the boat. She'll be about okay. she'll be like my walkie-talkie to be like, "Okay, guys, I'm on my way back now." <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the distance on familiars in terms uh, with of- uh, with a pack familiar? Uh, she can be anywhere on the plane. Okay. Uh, the Raven. Is within five miles, but okay. it'll just like land on the temple. All right. So Until still- I make my dramatic reveal, <laughs> if I do. Uh-huh. Okay. Me. So you step up to, uh, so wearing somebody else's face. Yep. Who may or may not be a real person. Mm-hmm. That you, but you walk up. Okay. Walk up and I'll see if anybody, uh, any of the people that aren't busy react or. uh, What clothes are you putting this person whose face you're wearing in? (laughs) The same ones that I saw on the the robes. Okay. All right. Gloves and everything. Okay. Sounds good. So you enter the Temple of the Raven Queen. Push open the door. Step inside. The pit is there, still being raked by different but a pair of acolytes. There's a number of... um, the, The same doors with the same... Uh, attendants blocking their way and a few people sitting about. You walk in looking around and everybody seems to recognize you, yeah. There's a few nods your direction. I'll nod back. (laughs) Do you go up to talk to anybody? No, I'll go over to one of the doors that's being blocked. Uh, let's say the door on the left. Okay. And, um, and see. I'll just, just see if just I can to approach. Walk through. 
Uh, as you walk up to it, it's simply, huh, Brother Altair? And they step aside and open the door for you to go through. Sweet. Uh, so I'll go through. Um, shut the door behind me. And kind of There's, look around like, what the fuck? Okay. But no, apparently you're wearing somebody's face that they recognize. Brother. Uh, the, the name was Artair which is one of the uh, names that had been mentioned to you at the party. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, I did not <clears throat> describe him well enough. Uh, um, yeah. No. Now, I'm going to... Didn't think it's a word. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Now, now I'm just going to snoop around, um, <clears throat> see what rooms I can get into, uh, see if I can find anything about Artair. Artair. As you uh, go inside, yeah. Uh, you. Is there any... Um, I don't know how these temples are set up. I've never been in one. Uh, <laughs> There are a number of passages and chambers, um, and you seem to kind of have the run of the place. Uh, nobody stops you, at least initially. Um, if you're just making a cursory walk through the halls, everything's fairly quiet. There are a few chambers um, that you pass, but it's it's laid out in in a very organized fashion. <clears throat> there are a couple libraries or studies that you you walk past, um, offices, attendants, um, and then of course the uh, there's a there's a large courtyard out the back which seems to be a assembly area for, for exterior events. And <clears throat> the, but the, there's not really a particular <clears throat> like <a laughs> back area or it's, it's, yeah. it's it's it, the, all of the main events and assemblies seem to happen out by the the pit in okay. the the main uh, chamber for the beginning of the temple. Most of these other places are uh, quieter, more private chambers, um, areas of veneration, smaller shrines, um, and then. That's at least on the, the initial area. If you're trying to push further in or further below, um, there are stairs and, and uh, avenues leading downward to lower levels. Are you headed that way at all? No, I'll actually go back to one of those libraries um, okay. and see what if I can find anything on holy adjudicators or... Um, 
anything if if that's even a thing in their church um and uh see if i can find anything um any like not like a clerical room like for record keeping uh, after if i can find anything yeah there are a number of those um and as you uh you come in there's many many books and and records that are kept mostly of uh mostly of things that would be on sort of an an operative level um there's lots of the 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 temple seems to do a great deal in terms of affiliated services and operations regarding cryptword itself um and most of what they keep here um is particularly uh involved with the maintenance and the uh, general conduct of the operation of the entire district. And then, of course, the operation of the various embalming services, burial aspects, uh, treatment and disposal and arrangement of remains, um, <clears throat> If there are any that are unclaimed, those are usually uh, taken into custody by the temple. If there's anything notable about them, um, they're they're investigated, but unclaimed uh, bodies and cadavers tend to be sold back in for industrial and uh, economic. <laughs> purposes because you know raw as far as raw materials go dead bodies got some so, good, good stuff to it so do they just uh like they're like john or jane doe basically pretty much yeah mm -hmm. okay um i'm gonna check uh and and those um there's no sort of like <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just particular descriptor. 20, I'm just gonna check back to see uh, right. mm -hmm. 27 days um, if there's anybody, uh, any any females that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not it's not even remotely like a morgue or anything. It's just body um, was found. Okay. Because most of the time it's a body was found or a body was um, brought uh, by the gray faces. Okay. Most times, like if a body is just like abandoned, it doesn't seem like those are brought in unless it's somebody found else. by the warders. Yeah. Right. If, if, it's, if it's somebody on the street that finds a body, you know this very well. That shit just is it. taken and sold and yeah. the money is pocketed, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't even make it through. Um, so, yeah, there hasn't been much. Those are fairly uncommon that, uh, unless it's gray faces, that the body is brought to the temple of the Raven Queen. Awesome. 
I will take that. Because you can, because if you bring it to the temple of the Raven Queen, you don't get paid. Um, Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, if when I got to the courtyard and before I headed back to the thing, I'll have my Raven land on my shoulder and I'll keep the robe, but I'll drop this dude's face when I walk back through. So it looks like me, but in the robes. Okay. On my way back, uh, when I uh, go to look for anything on the adjudicators. So as you're walking, so as you leave the library, that's when you drop the face, or I'll make sure nobody's near me. But yeah. Okay. Um, as you're leaving, you turn a corner. Uh, roll me a d twenty. Hmm. It's a good thing you dropped the face because you walked straight into our tear. <laughs> That's what this 20 is going to find out. You do not walk straight into our tear. <laughs> you do not walk straight into Brother Nielsen himself. But you walk into somebody, uh, an older man, um, actually looks a little bit similar, kind of sallow face, pale, older, receding hairline wearing similar robes um, but less ornate than the ones that you're currently in. Who are you? And why are you wearing ceremonial? You're not you're not one of our Young man, I think we need to have a conversation. And he grabs you by the elbow and just drag, starts to drag you off into a side room. Uh, the raven on my shoulder squawks at him, and I'll say, hold on a second. Um, my name is Royland. I was looking for someone in particular. All right. And I'll drop the robes so they just disappear. Young man, you have some explaining to do. And he pulls out a bell on his belt and just rings it twice. Raven Queen, I'm looking for somebody named Artair. Received division, and I like to know why. Which is when person. four people swarm in, two on one end of the hall, two on the other, holding staves. Man holds up a hand. You claim to have had a vision from Our Lady of Ravens. Yes. Very well then. Eyes shoot to the raven on your shoulder, back to your face. And he kind of holds out a hand to sort of gesture for you to walk rather than be dragged into this side room. Yeah, I'll walk in there. He beckons for the four individuals to follow. 
and he points at a stool. Take a seat then, young man. I'd rather stand. She oh. And I'm sure these men would rather not beat the shit out of you, but we don't all get what we want today. Give me an insight check. I'm awesome at these. Uh, bam, 13. The way these four people carry themselves as they sort of funnel into the room reminds you of those two hobgoblins you saw at the at the uh, the party down in in underbow. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> You've never heard of monks of the Raven Queen before, but if there are some, these look like maybe them. Down none. He walks to the other side of a desk. <laughs> Brother Mokal, if you would record. One of them leans their staff up in the, the corner, steps over, sits down, and pulls out a book. The man who had stopped you slides a quill and ink over to him. He dips it and prepares to write down. The higher-ranked clergyman who's, who's directed you in here steeples his fingers. Tell me from the beginning what she showed you then. She showed me him from his point of view doing some sort of ceremony pronouncing a holy adjudicator, whatever that is. The only reason I care is because she promised to help me if I helped her. And if he can help me find what I'm looking for, that's, that's all I'm concerned about. Our lady does watch over lost things, so finding that which is missing is definitely within the purview of this temple at times. Where did you hear adjudicator? That is not a term that is often spoken outside these walls. From him. You're using a lot of pronouns, young man. You're going to have to be more specific. From Artair. The only reason I know his name is because I used his face to walk in here. Can you do it again? Yeah, I'll do it again right there. <laughs> Robes, everything. You can hear the monks behind you sort of. <laughs> There's a little bit of tension in the room. I'd heard the great game was back in play. I assume... Jinx pops up on his desk. <laughs> yeah. Well... Brothers, meet your first warlock. So you had a vision. Weird, huh? 
Yeah. Where our lady showed you Brother Artaire doing appointing an adjudicator, you say? Yeah. Yeah, he took a fate, he took a raven's feather, uh, dipped it in a chalice, or that was lying in a chalice, dipped it in blood and drew it across somebody's face. Interesting. Does that sound familiar? Well, I've spoken from time to time with Artaire and his perspectives on the various temples and their duties as far as the running of this city goes and the governing of our society. It's the only time I've ever heard someone reference the possibility of there ever being an adjudicator. (laughs) And if Our Lady is showing you visions of him doing that, he's going to be goddamn insufferable, so we'll have to tell him about this at the right time. I don't think she wants adjudicators. What are they even, what are adjudicators even supposed to do? Well, if Brother Artaire gets his way, they would potentially function as something of an investigator, a judge, and a jury. Not executioner. We're not going quite that far with them. Brother Altair has a number of sympathetic ears that bend his way due to his, shall we say, untraditional ideas of the role of religion and government combined. Hmm? Is he normally at this temple? Frequently. Hmm? This is, of course, the great edifice of Our Lady of Ravens. Say what you will about our divergence in philosophy. Both of us are deeply committed to an orderly city. And we find that her philosophies and teachings and all that goes with them is highly conducive to the proper sort of mindset for a living being to maintain so you've had visions of clergy of the raven queen making governmental appointments but you say she doesn't want that what makes you think that Because him and the adjudicator were killed at the end of the vision. Well, death does not mean one is out of favor with Our Lady of Ravens. Rather, that's more of a transition period. Hmm. Yeah. Things happen when they happen, young man. 
So I tell me what else you saw in this vision, and please don't editorialize. He said something about errants uh, and their heretical assault. Um, pronounced himself as the voice or as her voice and she was supposed to be the ninth the the person being anointed was supposed to be the ninth holy adjudicator hmm. so this wasn't the first one he'd done nor the last hmm generally one per district hmm? by his organizational plan. But, well, I mean, it wouldn't be the last because he died, but you know. <laughs> fascinating. Hmm? Seems our lady does indeed listen to what sort of things get talked about over dinners here. Hmm? Yeah, I didn't see it as a warning as something I should prevent. Hmm. No. No. It was, he was being killed for something he specifically did. Oh. As well. whatever he was claiming to be. Well. What should I call you, young man? You can call me Cole. And are you a member of a compact? I am. Do you know the point of the game yet? No. Not yet. Make a deception check. <laughs> 23. Nice. Nice. Very well. If you've had a vision of the death of Brother Artaire, I can't expect that he's going to be terribly kindly disposed towards you or anything else that you might, well, for back of a lack of a better term, preach. Maybe share with him that whatever he plans or whatever plans he has to maybe not and save himself. You're thinking that the rational explanation of what may be a portent of the future might help temper his more impulsive personality traits you're the ones that operate quite a bit on faith i didn't even clearly you've never met a fanatic my boy no. listen young cole my name is borkard eric's good damn i just deleted you off my fucking jeep <laughs> I like the idea that that's, yeah. that's in, an in- 
Should you have any more of these visions, I would recommend bringing them to me rather than most of the others here at the Queen's Temple. Brother Artaire, my colleague, I will admit, and a man of keen mind, strong personality, does have quite a following. There are many who feel that Our Lady of Fate should be given more sway to direct things according to their proper destiny. Since she, and she alone, can see the vast majority of those options and has the ability to navigate us most smoothly towards the best outcome. Now, you have been on the receiving end of some of her revelation. I won't admit I'm not a little jealous. But we will have to watch carefully, see how this may spool out in the ultimate setting. If I know Brother Artaire, and I like to think I do, he would be more inclined to try and turn this to the advantage of his own agenda, which he duly believes is in keeping with the fate that the Raven Queen has established for this plane. So I suppose from a certain point of view, I can't really fault him for what he thinks needs to be done and trying to do it. Hmm? It's just he's wrong, probably. Hmm? Or at least we definitely don't have enough information to make that decision yet. Hmm? But information is what we will need going forward. And if you are her conduit or one of them, I would take it as a personal favor if you would be willing to at least try to keep me informed hmm? of anything notable or significant. Light check. Uh, uh, I just, I want to see if he's actually trustworthy enough to share. Um, I, I just, I just okay. weird vibe. Go for it. Yeah. Seventeen. He's not trying to lie to you right now. Okay. He's got the stance of a man who is definitely doing his best to navigate some very deep waters and doesn't entirely know what to do with what you've given him yet. Whether or not he's trustworthy, mm, you could go either way on that. Yeah. Okay. But he doesn't have the the feel of somebody who has made a decision and is go and and is chasing it down yet. Okay. Um, he, I'll say one more thing. He was declaring himself as her voice and the name uh, Sacred Theocracy of the Queen of Fates. Hmm. So I'm assuming that's 
that's the uh, that's what you were saying that he has different views on how the church and the government should he believes that the church should be the government and while I agree with him that if any church is to be the government Raven Queen's Temple would be better suited for it than any of the others but a bloody crusade is not I believe what this city would be best served by already in place does enough at least not yet well then I'm gonna go now hopefully we will see you again if not me you'll receive word from me very good Your path will be interesting. Of that, I have no doubt. Yeah, it's been pretty fucking weird so far. Next time you come, come as yourself. So if I leave through the door that I came in this time, will you guys recognize me and I'll just be able to do the same thing? You'll have to ask for me at the door, but... Okay. Okay, then. On your way. Yep. And they'll let you leave. Yep, I'll turn and leave, and Jinx will sit on his on his desk for a few more minutes, and then just disappear. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll head back to the Hawkshead house. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a carriage this time, because... That'll be... Probably about five gold. Okay, I'm swimming in it now. Yep. <laughs> you can you can afford all sorts of road trips. Yeah. So boat ride back to the Hawkshead house in a yep. fairly full boat. Now that you've got Torvald and Chizik with you, yeah, mine is cold though. So uh-huh. it's still uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah. All right. It's great. Tor- Torvald sits right down next to Aurelia. Hmm? Aw. I ship it. All right. Because um, <laughs> we're on a boat. Uh, Misha, if you could do me a, if you could do me a favor and take and take a hold of the rudder and just keep us on the right path. Aaron, if you're there. Aaron, can you hear us? Uh, yes, I clearly missed something. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's like, Major, if you could just take a hold of the rudder for me and keep us on the right path. Uh, I'm going to take a swim ahead, shall we? Okay. I am not proficient with water vehicles, but I'll do it anyway. It's a very simple proclamation. Just push this way if you need to go left and this way if you need to go right. Mm, all right. All right. So Wotan steps up to the bow of the wave crest. And, and tips forward into the water. Doesn't even dive, just kind of lets his feet be the hinge and swoosh. Wotan, you're used to the cold of the water. You've spent more time in it 
recently than you honestly have most of the time that you've been on the river because you've got some weird facilities with it now. Yep. The embrace of the liquid around you is cold and then solidifies. You're used to being able to just swim freely through the fluid, but something caught you as soon as you hit the water. It's a thick black tentacle. It just loops around your legs, your waist, your chest, your shoulders, and drags you deep. Hello there, old friend. Breathing isn't a trouble for you. You can do that now. Salt spray. Yamangander. There are things you should know. Things you intend to teach. Secrets lie at the bottom of oceans. They are carved into the land by the rivers. Knowledge pools at the bottom of a lake. These are secrets that you should know. Drink them in. And you feel the tendril of a tentacle slide up the side of your face and pry your mouth open. River water just rushes inside. It's dank. It has a taste of mud, of death. Just reflexively takes a swallow. And you can feel the coldness just flow down your throat, through your stomach, and out your arms. And your vision blurs. Like, the bottom of a river is not a well-lit area, but what little sunlight was still filtering down through the, the murk just kind of scatters and dissipates a little bit. And then you start to be able to pick up, partially with your dark vision, but also with some level of awareness bestowed on you by your patron. You can see the currents as the waters flow. They start to form paths, lines, curves that begin to coalesce into patterns connections, bonds. The course of a river across the landscape is not simply the path that water takes on its way towards a lower point of elevation. It's it's a text. It's words. It's inscribed there. And the inscription changes over time as the land and the waters shift, but the message, there's a deeper meaning. Give me an insight check. Nineteen. 
and your brain so long trained to be able to read the surface of a river and know what lies underneath latches right onto this and starts to be able to parse and comprehend the various layers of meaning things beyond just the physical but now into the metaphysical and the mystical and you can see how these patterns and connections and branches intersect to create systems of power, systems of energy that can be tied and tapped into and utilized. And with that, you've got access to your first few runes. The tentacle loosens and you find yourself free once again and your head just kind of crests out of the water. And it's weird because you usually have always reflexively had to gasp for breath when that happens. Now you just sort of swallow whatever river water was in your mouth and you're fine. I've been hanging off the I've been hanging off the um the prow of the ship. See what can come up. Man, you can hold your breath longer than I can. Probably not actually. <laughs> How long have you been waiting since we since we since we started going on boats to use that line? <laughs> A bit. Probably. No, actually, I have an 18 constitution. I probably can't hold my breath way longer than you can. But... <laughs> <All constitution, yeah. laughs> Not a healthy competition to have. Oh, it's... Uh, when it comes to lasting under a river, there's no one who's going to be able to last longer than I can. Hmm. I hope you appreciate the fact that we're having to yell this back and forth because you're in the river. <laughs> back in. Please. And he is kind of faster than anyone should be able to swim is alongside the boat. <laughs> There's still a Fancy a bit of a swim did you there, friend Walton. <laughs> Just <laughs> scouting ahead, he says as he pulls himself back on the boat. Why would you well, have to scout ahead? It's a river. There are many things that lie in the river, my friend. And it took you 15 minutes to find them? Well, I found out quite a lot. I was betting that you were dead. Mm. Nobody else seemed terribly bothered, though, so I didn't bring it up. <laughs> I'm wounded. I mean, you did tell us that you spent that you spent a lot of time in rivers, so I wasn't all that concerned. I did spend, I did spend nine days under the water before. Yeah. Haven't we seen you do this before, then, Wilton? Yes. I don't know why you're so surprised. I mean, no, I'm not surprised. I was just he coming. Is, though, pointing to Torvald. <laughs> I don't think he's ever seen it before. No. 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 This is my first nautical outing out with you all. So. Yes, I'm quite well, enjoying myself, although I think we should have refreshments next time. For future reference, the water is as much my home as the land is. 
So well, that's a bit weird, but all right. <laughs> and the waves are, and the waves sustain me as much as the air. Uh, so, when are we gonna go talk to your elf guy? Whenever the group of you are ready to do so. Yes. Ready to go. Torvald. Um, actually, Torvald, I was wondering if you could. Um, we've we've got some other business as a group that needs to be done. Uh. I think your considerable talents would be best served as I go through my notes trying to find this guy's name again because I can never remember it. Um, just that would probably be a bad idea. Let's see. Are you trying to get to what to do? I'm thinking, sorry, real quick. I did not think this through as we were having other stuff happen. Oh, let's do it. Um uh there's a uh a a ward captain in uh Fell Heights that we need some more information about. Connected somehow with all of this warlock stuff, and I was well, hoping. I'm on fairly good terms with most of the warders that I've ever met. I'd be happy to go speak to him for you. H- how many warders have you met? Oh, half a dozen. In what <laughs> circumstances? Just over the past week. Uh huh. <laughs> have you been arrested? Heavens, no. No, you were there when he met those half dozen warders. Did I? Oh, wait, no. Ward captains, he said. He said warders. Oh, warders. Okay, gotcha. They're very adept at pulling people out of gutters when they've slipped. Mm. Ah, I see. Yes. No. Um, Generally, you don't want to sleep in there. Or capturing Uh, one or a horses sometimes once Chiswick loses control. Very helpful chaps, Warders, for the most part. Except, of course, as you all know, when they're trying to arrest you for attending a party. Yes, no, that that's just terrible. And so we're we are trying to get some more information about this uh, Reinald uh, Kledwin, I think is how you pronounce that. Yes, Kledwin. Kledwin. Yes. If he's the Reinald Kledwin I'm thinking of, I once escorted one of his cousins to a social gathering not a ah. year ago. Ah, splendid. Yes, uh, we were she trying to- She seemed rather lonely and then started talking to me about things like marriage, so I had to run away. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, not that I'm opposed to the institution as a whole, you understand, just probably not with her at present. <laughs> what was wrong with her? Well, she was a bit- trying to think of an appropriate term way to say this that wouldn't be offensive to anyone. We're on the water. No one one hears us on the water. It's fine. She's a bit clingy. Mm. And also possibly mad. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like mad as in really angry all the time or... She talked to her cats a great deal. Mm. Ah. Or was it about her cats? I can't quite remember. I, mean, I had a bit, of dr- bit to drink that day, you see, because it was a social engagement. Mm-hmm. Drinking's advice, you know. My mom always said. 
A lot of things are vital. I think that drinking is very good advice, actually. <laughs> Typically, yes. Most of the time. It certainly helps uh, me. But we we uh, wanted to to get some more information. Um, we think he's uh, involved in some some underhanded business. Well, if it's the right old Gledwin that I'm thinking of, whose sister, I mean, cousin I engage, he's a bit of a cock. Mm. Uh-huh. Major, keep us going down this branch of the river, w- Wotan says as he kind of slowly begins to trace the Burkanian rune across his forehead, which takes 10 minutes. In what sort of way, specifically? Like, I'm is curious. Chicken or... Well, he... I do my best to boat. <laughs> Do you do you want help, Major? If you would like, I do. It's fun. Bowden, feel free. Diamond can have the vote then. Wee! And immediately, let, let Diamond make a survival check. <clears throat> oh God! She gets to add my proficiency bonus, right? Yes, you can add uh, Wotan's proficiency bonus to this one. I'm already proficient in survival. <coughs> okay, good. never mind. Hmm. Nice. Good. Come at nice. me. Hey! Nice. Diamond is really good at boats. Mm. <laughs> it's it, the rudder bit I'm good at. It's similar to... We've talked about this. Yeah. Hello. Uh, but no, just rather an unpleasant individual. Really mm. thinks a whole lot of himself and not much of others, even when they're better at things than he is. Ah, yes, I, I know. What are you like better that. at than he is, Torvald? Dancing. I believe that. You're a very good dancer, from what I saw with you and Aurelia. <laughs> the, uh, Throw that in there. <laughs> the, the, I'm, I put the effects of the Burkanian rune in for you, Jack. I'm doing the on, I'm doing the the version on myself. Okay. No, yes. Um he sounds terrible. We also think that he has um uh kidnapped a a couple of uh, or has is holding them hostage to get leverage on someone else. And we're trying to fix that situation. Yes, he's a bit of a bastard. That sounds like exactly the sort of thing he would do. Mm -hmm. So we need you to kind of socialize with him. I know it's it's going to be unpleasant, um, but socialize with him, trail him. Well, perhaps it might be better if your butler trailed him because... You have a carrying voice, <laughs> but... Notice that, did you? Yes, well, the yes. family butler's in Hallowdoors, but I suppose I could send a message. Chiswick, do you think we could get the butler to trail somebody? No. Wait, your valet. Oh. Sorry. <clears throat> Chiswick. Oh, Chiswick to valet. Yes, Chiswick yes. would be a much better... See, the butler's getting on in years, and so it might ah. be a bit difficult for him to even catch up See, with someone if he was trying to follow oh, really, them. The difference is a valet valet is in a butler puddles. You don't want to mix those two up. Ah, See, I've never had either, so Ooh. I do not know the difference. <laughs> I've had a string of both. <laughs> We don't want to know about your late night escapades. Does not surprise me. Not that you don't sleep with valets and butlers. That's Why? just rude. <laughs> Do you not have them in your in, as your customers sometimes? No. <laughs> That's just rude. I'm confused. Why is that rude? Yeah. 
I should Somebody... have to explain this. <laughs> Somebody's occupation shouldn't stop them from paying for, you know, services. Not your own, obviously, but somebody else's, maybe. First of all, when you have a butler or a valet, that, none in, of us have that, introduces, <laughs> that introduces a level of intimacy that is inappropriate for several reasons, one of which being it's their job to pick up after you and clean after you and take care of your estate, which then makes it feel like they're entitled to directing you around, which isn't quite the way that relationship should work. And it's very inappropriate to use your status as someone's employer to sleep with them. That is incredibly inappropriate. I like and that that's the secondary reason <laughs> to first control second you yeah you don't want them feeling uppity you don't want them feeling entitled and then also <laughs> no 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 not necessarily your butlers that are entitled to you but maybe some someone who is a butler well, the who problem... is asking for your your services as a, as you know what what you what you do i mean i don't ask what people's jobs are so you probably have slept with a butler or a valet or two. Yes, but not knowingly. I don't go up to somebody's valet. I don't walk up to Chiswick and say, Chiswick, would you like a roll in the hay? No. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I'll pass, thank you. Let pass you, <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't to know where this conversation went off the... off into a into a side alley but it has um so we're in the boat aurelia yes i know i know that <laughs> just woden is just sort of focusing looking straight ahead at the river while just very slowly tracing this symbol on his forehead with his thumb just kind of mm -hmm. repeating it constantly for 10 minutes <laughs> but could you you just follow for us for let's say a few days to see what you can find out about his patterns or um yes patterns what he tends to do unless you know that already in which case that'd be very useful information i don't but i'd be happy to find out at some point hmm. thank you yes if you could do that for us um and see if you can find out where he might have these people being so we're looking for uh ward captain Reinhold Gledwin who has yes. somebody held hostage that we don't yes. know who or what but we want to see if we can figure out where and someone, who and what someone's niece a pair of dwarves yes it was two it was two nieces right yeah yeah, yeah a pair of dwarven girls pleasure absolutely when do Thank you like me to start hmm? Uh, as soon as possible, I think, would be. Good. Well, uh, just direct Chiswick as to where he can report you, and we will find it out. Yes, um, are we close to the, the house at this point? Uh, you guys have not quite made it into Stormways. You're passing Fell Heights and Dancers okay. at the moment, actually. All right. Um... Oh, why the hell not? Um, it's uh, the, uh, what was it called again? Talcon something. Hawkshead. Hawkshead. There we go. Excellent. I knew it was bird. 
Hawkshead uh, house in Knives Font. Very Have you good. been in Knives Font before? Many a time. Okay. Have I you... got robbed the last time. It was yes. very exciting. N- no. Slap <laughs> cut to cold. Just like, what? <laughs> Try not to get robbed or stabbed. Well, they didn't get stabbed. They communicated that they'd be happy to stab me if I decided to resist them robbing me. At which point, I showed them that I was much better at stabbing things than they were, and I didn't end up getting either robbed or stabbed. Although, Kizik had a bit of a scrape, a near miss with a crossbow bolt. Mm. That is very good. Um, Isn't a near miss just a hit? (laughs) No, it's different than a far miss, which is somewhat different and rather... Embarrassing if you're so it, doing anything. It's a it's a miss that came near to the mark. It was a close yes. miss. Close miss, near miss. Right. That seems like if it was uh, nearly a miss, then it was a hit. No, it was no, a not miss. Not a nearly hit. miss, a near miss. Okay. There are no. in between. Oh look, we're nearly there. there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in that fashion. <clears throat> Um, you're, you're staying in, in Donbreeze though, correct? Yes, I am. So we'll just let you off there. Nice and convenient. Yes, that would be, wouldn't it? Well, it was a pleasure being in your company and, uh, yes, absolutely. Have a lovely day. Bye, see you guys well, Whatever soon. time it is, I lose track of time very easily. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Get the sky. Uh, is I sort of like uh, as I'm in, as I'm probably like most of the way done at this point. But I, I sort of with my other hand indicate towards the pier. If you want to dock right there, you can let them off. I can do that. By the way, if you're interested in arms and armaments, I don't know where you get yours from, but if you want to stop by Qatar Arms, they're really good. They're in Stormways. Uh, <laughs> Splendid. I'll look in on them. How do you know of them? Uh, family relations. Ah. Excellent. Well, I'm happy to take the recommendation then. <laughs> Once he your... has departed the boat, Major Will, this is possibly not the most reassuring thing for your parents. My parents are... <laughs> Sending Torvald to go see... Oh, well, that's... An We've had a lot of customers in the store before. I don't think Torvald's going to be the worst one we have. He's excited enough and will probably get excited about the things my dad has to offer. Honestly, you know, excitement for my dad is mostly what I wanted to do. Also, uh, you know, word word of mouth is the best sort of advertisement, so. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> All right. I, be- I didn't I even make a, re- a joke that time. <laughs> I believe Aurelia was about to ask Wotan something. Yes. What are you drawing? What are you doing? This is. <clears throat> uh, it's a bit of a trick that I've just picked up from my patron from the 15 minutes that I was in the water. Oh. What does it do? Should offer me a bit of a, uh, should offer me a bit of an edge in negotiations. All right. That would be useful. Mm-hmm. That's part of why I'm doing it right now. Yes. Um, speaking of speaking, what are we doing next with this? What, what actual time the... is it? 
right about now it's mid to late afternoon. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, the whole taking down the as we're as we're getting back into the river away from docks. Um, I am curious if there is any visual indication of the Burkane and Rune once it's done being traced. Um, no, I mean, like, you're you're literally tracing it and imbuing it, but it, you don't have to do it with a visual medium. Okay. No, I mean, like, it, once it's complete, is there any indication that it's complete? Yeah, you you can, you've got enough facility yeah, I have, I have with what was imbued on you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a sense of it. I'm just wondering if there's any visual indicator for anyone else. Nope, not really for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. What are we doing next about the whole taking down the government situation? Um, we have our lead with the trying to find uh, the skull and the artifact that may be associated with it. But that has to, that we have to go find. Or do you know, Woten, do you know where to find this person? The elf? Yes, I know where to find the elf. Okay, sorry, I misunderstood. I wasn't sure whether it was a we have to send a message out and wait situation. No, I I know precisely where to find the elf. It's just a matter of getting the right information out of him, which is part of why I'm performing this ritual, to maybe get a bit of help with that. That would be useful. Um, So, the elf for information about this kobold gang and then more information about Cladwin and where I might have those people. Yeah, and I think I think before we make any major power moves on a political scale, having a having a more entrenched power base would be a good thing. Not having a rare, a, a were rat landlord um, would also be a good thing while having a base of operations and establishing what our establishing what what sort of platform we intend to place me upon in order to achieve said political goals would also be good because we sort of had five separate ideas of how we could go about it but didn't actually determine which one we wanted to do. I definitely think we should have a conversation with uh, the gnome friend of ours who threw the party in the first place that the guard decided they wanted to break into. Oh, yeah. Uh, Van Dorn. Professor. Professor. Yeah. You know where he ended up going? Uh, actually, I know where I... He did get, He did tell me where I can generally find it, didn't he? Uh, he told you where you could drop him off and that... He was going to be trying to look for a place to hide out, but mm. he did not tell you where that would eventually be. But I did tell him where he could find us. So. You did. Yep. Well, I know I know the district he's likely going to be in, and I did give him a location to find us at. So that's two places to start. All right. So hopefully you'll be getting in contact. Um. Frankly, I'm I'm all up for doing anything that stalls out me having to take a political office. So let's continue following after the kobolds so we can help Korshan out. We cannot keep stalling this. <laughs> it will eventually happen at some point. The thing is, taking down a criminal gang will only help our status. Yeah, stall. Yeah, <laughs> especially if they're kobolds. Like 
Not that I have anything wrong with kobolds in particular, but you know, kobolds, they tend, kobolds they, grave robbers. Yeah, they, they they tend to build a reputation. Yes, that like taking out a gang of kobold grave Ooh. robbers. Okay, Jack, I would remember this, but Aaron uh-huh. would not. Were the people that were mentioned to be, oh, we just ran into a few people who were guarding the uh, the gem that Diamond currently has in her ah. chest. There were people guarding it. Were they gnomes or were they kobolds? I they know. were gnolls. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, I man. see where I made the error close enough. Yep. <laughs> now you good. <clears throat> so, figure out where Cole's at. Take him out. Go talk to an elf. Or go talk to an elf, then meet back up with Cole at the house. Mm-hmm. That second one's probably more likely, all things considered, because we're going to be uh, heading down towards Shadow Shades to meet the elf. Oh, is, okay. We do also, in terms of long term objectives. It seems likely that finding those artifacts is crucial. Yes. I agree. I I wonder if your help if your elf friend could help with that too. Potentially, but everything's got a price with him. Mm-hmm. A fine price. Gold or favors. Jack, what I know, um, does Vascone would their records have because now that I know what I'd be looking for as far as like artifacts and things of power, would they have records that might be useful in trying to locate some more of these or not? Vascone's got <clears throat> records of almost everything. They're not super interested in the magical side of things, but in yeah. terms of like the more practical hard sciences and just mm-hmm. basic history and shit, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> they might have some some details for you there. When you're going to research things just in general, mm-hmm. you would know that universities, Temple of Ayun, or the Great Press up in Halidors okay. are usually your best, your your top three places if you're looking for just flat out information. Okay. But probably not so useful for kind of the specialized stuff here <clears throat> for specialized stuff um you'd want to probably be looking at so from a metagame stance if you're looking for religious information you go to the great academy of the holy and profane mm-hmm. if you're looking for arcana stuff Magisterium again. Mm-hmm. History. Uh, Ruth Venerox. Judicial colleges are probably your best bet. Um, although Vascone will have some. Um, anything on the sciences or nature type check information, Vascone is always the best place to go. Yep. Um, and then for just anything information wise you can always go look for an ayun location all right it yeah i'm i'm wondering about uh going through some of the archives in 
Eden, I don't suppose you ever went to Ruth Venerax if you nope. got kicked out of it nope. at some point. Nope. No. All right. Only went to uh, only went to the Magisterium or the okay whatever it's called. Yep, oh, Magisterium right. Mysterium Sorcerer. I said that right. Okay, you did. <laughs> That's where I would go to find some more. If anything like this has been unearthed before. I mean, I could probably get you in depending on how, depending on exactly how socially inept the people that run the library are. Or I could get myself in, maybe. Yeah? I am a researcher. You are. So why'd you ask me? I was wondering if you had any specific (laughs) in with anyone like you did at the Magisterium. No. Okay. Um, not that that was that useful. Um, hey, we got names and identifications <laughs> and all manner of things. Thank you very much. Not mm, okay. I was not as impressed as I thought I would be. I have been wanting to go there for years and years, and mm, sorry. I have <laughs> well, that's what happens when you want to go somewhere for years and years, it can never live up to that kind of expectation. Sounds like you set yourself up for failure there. <laughs> Which is roughly the time I'm saying that the wave crest arrives in shadow shades. Yep. Wooten, you navigate through the maze of channels and it's like I'll take it on the back at this point. Yeah. Yeah, right. And just yeah. trying to make sure, yeah, you've 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 at least got a got a navigational path in mind now that now that you've you've been here once in the recent past. <clears throat> and eventually come up to the small jetty with the spiked iron, black iron clad, uh, iron faceted lantern hanging outside the very heavy door. And you sort of reach up and knock on the door. At which point the panel slides back. Down here. <laughs> I mean, if you insist. Who's with you? I present the rest of the Hawkshead Compact. Well, most of it. There's one of our numbers still scouting. And what would he be scouting for? Part of our job. (sighs) He's nowhere near here. Well, if you're calling to check up on information, I haven't heard anything about your ex-girlfriend. Oh, no, actually, I've followed that lead as far as it's going to go. What I actually need is uh, something else. You can choose two people to come inside with you. All right. Eden, Gorjana. Go in. All right. So you guys hear the rattling of chains, the clack of bolts being shot back, and then the door swings open about halfway and then stops. There's enough room to sort of sidle past. I sidle in as elegantly as possible. So, Wotan sidles in, Koroshana sidles in, Heden sachets. Yes. 
at which point you hear something grind and the door slams back of its own accord and the locks shoot back closed. And you're confronted with an elf with a hand crossbow in each hand, cocked, loaded, and pointed directly at you. Come on back then. Let's see what you've got to offer. Of course. Well, Elf, you know that uh, we've got the fort, we've got the services of a group of warlocks and potential coin, if that's what you're looking for. But I feel like favors are more valuable when you've got people like us on the table. Yes, I think that is true. We're looking for the scale bellies. Hmm. Have you tried turning over a rock? Hmm. We're looking for where they keep important things they've stolen from Cryptward. Bit more specific, then. Okay. We'll see what we can do. And aside from that, we're looking for dirt on Reinald Cledwin. <laughs> Whatever magic you have been casting has gone through your head, my friend. The game's afoot, my friend. We've got jobs to do. So what is it this time? Whoever kills the most warders wins? Not quite, but something like that. That's probably going to be in it's probably going to be involved a little bit. More than a little bit. Very well, then. You want Cledwin? You want Scale Bellies? Is that all? Either of you have anything else that we might need to look for? Uh, does the term Fey Antiquities mean? Should it? Can you make it mean anything? I can try. If I do not know what I am looking for, though, it is not likely to turn up anything. I will pull out a sheet of paper and basically scroll down the the mo- the, the amount of information that would be required to find them, to just, like, physically locate them, so what they're called, what they look like, va- what they vaguely look like, as best as I can tell, and what they're known as being the Fey Antiquities. And just sort of hand that over. Anything at all in their location would be lovely. Hmm. This is quite a heist you have planned, but I will check and see what I can find for you. Well, when the game is afoot, your plans tend to grow in scale. Yeah, it is. That I do not care with. What I care with is what you're going to do to pay for this. What favors would you ask? You have three jobs. I have three favors. Name them. We'll see what we can do. One at a time, then. First, there is a half orc. 
she is an enforcer for one of my competitors. I do not mean my competitor dead, but I need her her enforcer dead. The half orc's name is Gulara Farstriker. And where does this enforcer typically roam? Mercury Melanes. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Do you happen to know anyone who's able to get there? <laughs> this bit of information I will offer for free. There's a woman in Trick Towns named Granny Cobwebs. She can get you into Mercury Sending me to all sorts of new locales now, aren't you? They can send in. Or can get in. How do you mean? You are familiar with Mactrimer, yes? Yeah. How you must be able to dream of it before you can find it. Correct. This one apparently sells dreams. That's all you had to say. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, what was the name on that? Galara uh, Farstriker is enforcer needs to be killed. Granny Cobwebs and Trick Towns can get us into Mark Dreamer where Galara is. There you go. Yeah. Granny Cobwebs. Second. There is a book I need. Well, you're going to have to tell us the book. You will know it by these appearance and its title. It is bound in green leather with sterling silver fittings. The title and it is rumored to be held at the Great Press itself in Howard Hollow Doors. The title is Breezes on the River. You certainly ask of tasks fitting of a group of warlocks. Jack. Breezes on the water? River. Hmm. River. What do I know of the Great Press in Hollow Doors? The Great Press in Hallowdoors is a large industrial complex. It's supposedly the brainchild of a eccentric, if not actually clinically insane gnome and his team of engineers. And it makes books. Most of the time, people just, you know, if something needs to be published, you can take it up there. And for a fee, they will print off as many copies as you need. There are lots of like urban legends about it. Um, there's supposedly a lot of weird automation to the thing. There are stories of things being printed that nobody asked for. I want to see this. <laughs> there are stories of mechanical aspects of it coming alive. It's, yeah, it's... Is it a kind of place that you can just walk up to and go yeah. inside? Okay. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, at least the, you know, the the shop front of it, you can. So why can't you go get that yourself? I say out loud. Why do you need that? Because no one is paying me to. Yes, but why do you need us to do that? Because you have something I want, so you will do something I want. And I will do something that you want. And your third task... There is a contract that needs to be negotiated. You are familiar with the assassins below? Only insofar as my dealings have been doing our best to avoid running into them. I have a customer who has confronted me with a rather lucrative negotiation option. You will be my representatives in this. And I will find you the information you need. It is perilous. But I feel it is something that is more easily achieved. Negotiating with a, negotiating with a, negotiating with a group of assassins in the uh, I literally just forgot the name of the Underdark right now. Underground. Uh, under, ne- ne- negotiating with a group of assassins that move in the undergrass is typically going to be dangerous. Yes. He reaches into a small cabinet and pulls out a scroll case. You'll be able to open this and investigate the contents. It is a contract for the killing of a government official. You will take it to the Anagere house. Where will I find the Anagere house? That is part of your task. Mm. They are one of the four houses of drow assassins in the undergrass. You will get them to agree to the terms. How far are these terms willing to be flexible? The payment is kept. At 2,000 gold pieces. No higher? No higher. All right. For each of these jobs that you can bring me proof of completion, I will provide whatever I can possibly find on the information you have achieved. Very well. As it turns out, this contract might just be useful for all our ends. So that won't be too difficult. Well, aside from getting to a house of assassins and getting an audience with them. But, you know, there are seven of us and we're all warlocks. (laughs) You know, if I ever left this building, 
of my own volition. I feel like I would like to follow you around and see how it is that you do all of the bullshit that you do. Hmm? It's mostly it's bullshit. Bullshit and style. <laughs> well, I am glad our relationship continues to operate on the same level that it has before today. All right, dwarf. Get out of my house. See you later, elf. I'll read. Uh, I'll hold out a hand towards Wotan, that scroll case. Pass it over my shoulder. <clears throat> and as you all head homeward for the evening, with a multitude of assignments now that you can pursue, that is where we will end for the day. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>